0: So I realized we're having a lot of fun today, but I decided I'd throw on a stole, which is a little formal. But it's the back of one of my stoles. This is, this is what it looks like on the other side, but on the inside has a bunch of handprints. And there's just something about a handprint that reminds me of a child. So this morning, I hope you won't be able to forget <laughs> about the significance of our children. Our scripture this morning comes from Daniel chapter 1. Hear the word of the Lord. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord delivered Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hands, along with some of the articles from the temple of God. These he carried off to the temple of his god in Babylonia and put in the treasure house of his god. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, chief of his court officials, to bring into the king's service some of the Israelites from the royal family and nobility. Young men without any physical defect, handsome, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. The chief official gave them new names to Daniel, the name Belteshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Now, God had caused the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I'm afraid of my lord, the king, who has assigned your food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than the other young men your age? The king would then have my head because of you. Daniel then said to the guard whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Please, test your servants for ten days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and test your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and tested them for ten days. At the end of the ten days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the royal food. So the guard took away their choice food and the wine they were to drink and gave them vegetables instead. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning, and Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. At the end of the time set by the king to bring them into his service, the chief official presented them to Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them, and he found none equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. So they entered the king's service. In every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom. And Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word that has already been shared with us through your children, and we pray, Lord, that your spirit would continue to work in our hearts and our minds, that we would receive a message that you have just for us. God, I pray that you would take these simple words of mine, that you would turn them from water into wine, because, God, we know that you will take even the simplest of things and do miracles with them. So do it now in our midst, even this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, indeed, it was a fabulous week. We had so much fun learning about God, singing about God, um, having our little friendly competition of who was donating the most for Families Matter Food Pantry. The whole basis, obviously, was food truck party. But the scripture was Matthew 611, give us this day our daily bread. And every day, at least five times or more, our top chef would yell out, order up. And everybody can say it with me. Come on, if you know it, say it. God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for our food. By his hands, we all are fed. Give us, Lord, our daily bread. Amen. Now, that was a much lower decibel, (laughs) because every time order up was yelled, they just yelled out that prayer. It's probably one of my favorite things that happened at Vacation Bible School because whether these children pray at home on a regular basis, because let's be real, we don't always remember, (laughs) even though we intend to, whether we pray every day at our meals, whether we pray every night before bed, These children have a prayer that easily comes now from their memory. You can start that prayer in 10 years, and they'll be able to finish it. Not only are they able to pray something, but they're going to pray that God is great, that God is good, and they can thank him for all that they have. It seems like a simple prayer, but that is one of the most powerful prayers that even one of the smallest among us can pray. So they prayed that prayer. We learned stories, some that it would be very familiar to us, some that we've talked about even in our worship over the last year or so. Exodus 16, that God provides manna and quail, how God provided as, as his people made their way through the wilderness. Elijah and the widow and the endless oil from 1 Kings 17, they were faithful in doing what God told them to do. And so the oil and the flour never ran out. Daniel and his friends eating the good stuff. Uh Don't worry, you'll understand that in a little bit. The good stuff. From John 6, how Jesus fed the 5,000 with flour five loaves of bread, two fish, a simple prayer, and everyone was able to eat. And John 21, that talks about the story of how after Jesus had died and was raised to life again, those disciples were thinking, can we really do what he told us we can do? They found themselves back at the life they used to have, fishing, not catching anything. And from the shoreline, Jesus yelled, try the other side of the boat and when they did that hall was so big they barely made it but then they sat with Jesus they had the best breakfast of their life and were told yes you really can leave that old life behind follow me and be fishers of people those were the stories that our children learned. Songs that went along with each one. Can, do you think they enjoyed the songs at all? They loved it. As soon as Miss Katie went to the front, they just flew forward. The crafts that they just engaged with, their minds were working, their creativity flowing. How Steph and Dave just engage their spirits as well with with hands-on science experiments, each one of them testing out, trying, will this float, will that float? It was incredible to watch as these children took hold of the truths of God. And, I mean, you probably are thinking, food trucks, though, that's kind of silly. Well, first of all, let me tell you, we ate really good this week. (laughs) But I don't know if you've noticed, food trucks, they can come rolling into a community, rolling into a neighborhood, rolling up to the ball fields, and people's attention is grabbed. Those food trucks come in and people begin to assemble. And that is what these kids were learning. That just as a food truck might come into the neighborhood, people need to be ready because we're rolling into the neighborhood as well. Not only do we need to know who God is and learn about God and and give our lives to God and live for God, but the more we do, the more other people will see. And when other people see, they're going to want to know what's happening in our lives. And then we get to go beyond that and actually invite them to come and be a part and witness because it's not enough just to know. You need to taste and see and experience that the Lord is good. And our kids know that. Now, I kind of thought I'd settle on Daniel here this morning because I don't feel like we've talked a lot about Daniel recently in our worship. Daniel. Daniel's given us a challenge. Daniel's making us look at our choices. The things that we that we do every day, the the things that we're surrounded by, the opportunities that we have to choose those tempting yummy, wonderful looking things that are not vegetables or make the choice to actually eat vegetables. Now, Pastor Allen, as he was telling stories, uh, the the kids would always have something that they would have to do in response. There was always a, a physical action that they were doing. And for this one, listen, I don't know why, but when you move, you remember, right? So, anytime he said veggies or vegetables, what would you guys do? Veggies, veggies, veggies. <laughs> Look, I don't know what they were saying. Are there a lot of veggies, 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 crunch, crunch, munch? I don't know. But engaging their bodies meant that they were learning and they were holding on to the story and gaining the wisdom and the knowledge of what that story meant because we have to make choices. And there are so many choices set before us every day, friends, so many choices of what to allow ourselves to take in, whether it's things that we listen to or read, whether it's actual food. Listen, I am not one who eats vegetables all the time. I do. I eat vegetables. I love them. I love them. But, you know, sometimes a summer meal of strawberry shortcake. I mean, we have two of our nieces with us this week because it's VBS week. And we did some strawberry picking. We picked a lot of strawberries. Yeah. But we can't eat strawberry shortcake every day for every meal. That's just not the best choice. Daniel made a choice. Daniel and his friends said, "This is being put before us things that we can't get every day. What was being put before them were these were these extravagant meals that only the king would have had. but the king said that all of those who were to be a part of his service they were all to eat what the king would eat to drink, what the king would drink and Daniel said." I don't think that's what's best for me. That is not what God wants me to be eating. And so Daniel made a choice to ask and request that that they would just see, just test and see, if I eat what I believe God wants me to eat, how that would impact who I am and, and what you perceive. And so the official did that and the officials saw that after 10 days, yeah, it really did seem that that those who had made this choice to follow their God really were responding better, looked healthier. And so he they were then allowed to, to resist the things that were tempting and to make the choice to do what God, what God was honored with. And we see just in that short first chapter of Daniel that Daniel and those guys were honored, that they were the ones that the king saw at the end of three years, that they were the ones who, who were able to, to explain more, who were able to share more, who could even see visions and interpret dreams, who had more wisdom than any others there in the kingdom. It's not always easy to resist the things that look so good, that just seem better, that feel like it might be an easier way through if we would just kind of give in to that temptation. But we have choices. We can choose to go the sweeter, simpler way or perhaps choose... Choose to go a way that seems like it's not following the crowd. Choose a way that might not taste quite as sweet. And yet, if we are remaining faithful to God and to God's word, we will see the benefit in the end. We will see how God uses that faithfulness, not only for our good, for the good of those around us, but also for the glory of God. I mean, veggies, let's be real. I've had lots of conversations this week with two little girls about eating their carrots. Veggies, yeah, we don't necessarily like them the most, but our bodies sure appreciate them. (laughs) Our bodies appreciate all those vegetables. Our mind appreciates all that goodness. And that's, that's really what God wants us to see and understand, is that while it might not be the sweetest, God wants, us th- God wants us to have the best. He wants us to know the best and be the best and have the best. And the best is Jesus. So we need to keep that focus. Make that choice to leave those other tempting things to the side and make the choice for Jesus. Make the choice again and again and again and see the beauty that comes when we choose the best every time. So my challenge for you this morning Not that it will be easy to forget these sweet faces and the energy that they have. But I want to challenge us in that we need to continue after the best for our children. To continue after the best for who they are and who they will be. The best that they would know God, that they would know God's word, that they would be in worship and study in Sunday school and that they would be in prayer and that we would encourage them every chance we get. I'm going to challenge you. This is a little side one. Only for you who are here, lucky you, because you're seeing some of them, I want to challenge you to see how many of them you can actually encourage in person before you leave today. But well, we need to not only be praying for them and encouraging them, we need to be being the best for us so that we can be the best for them. So, so the challenge is also that you would be in God's word every day, that you would be in prayer with God every day, that you would be seeking opportunities where you could take what you have and be giving Because when they see us pray, when they see us reading God's word, when they see us giving of what we have, they know it's real. It's not just something that they hear about once in a while, but it's the life that they get to live because that's the best kind of life there is. It's the best to know God and live for God and give for God and rejoice with God. So let's keep giving our best to give them the best because that's what they deserve. That's what God deserves, that we would not fall short in this great responsibility that is ours. Will you pray with me? Oh God, you are great. You are good. And we give you thanks for all that you have given us. But especially today, We thank you for these children. We thank you for their hearts and the way they have just absorbed even more of you, an even greater love for you and a better understanding of you. And we pray, Lord, you would help us to be our best so that we can encourage and inspire them to be their best because we know, God, that you are the best and want nothing less for all of us. So help us. Help us to be your light. Help us to invite others to you so that what we have would not be hidden, but would be a light for all to see. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.